This episode is brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief. Welcome back to another episode of the Yankee Death Star. My name is Mark and I'm here with Dave and we are on to the great debate because today there is no game. Um, we've got, we're dealing with some, you know, hurricane type stuff, um, lots of rain and stuff like that. So today, no game. And we're talking about what our lineup will look like when we are full strength. How are we going to ever get all these bats into the lineup? So we've got some different ideas about how we can do that. But first of all, how you doing, Dave? Man, I'm doing great. And just so everybody knows that this game is going to be made up on September, uh, Monday on September 13th right here. Um, it's going to be nestled in just before, um, just after the New York Mets series and the Baltimore, Baltimore series. So we'll get one game at home on the 13th and then travel to Baltimore the following day. So, man, this is exciting, though. I can't I can't wait because we're starting to see our bullpen, our bullpen, our starters come back healthy. And Cortez is doing unbelievable right now. So it's really great to see. We've got Montgomery, Heaney, Tyon. Cortez and Cole all pitching very very well right now um, you know I saw Cortez wearing this awesome t-shirt the other day it was Super Mario t-shirt and it was um, um, obviously Cortez right um, they call him Nasty Cortez man I love this I love how New York has embraced Cortez I love how they have embraced a lot of these players but the reality is is that each one of these guys that are younger getting this moment these moments New York uh, City fans have really surrounded these guys, cheering them on, and Cortez has benefited some of the most I've ever seen anybody else. Yeah, not to mention Heal, who's been amazing too. You know, he's really shown the capacity to be a legit starter, and I think, you know, it's going to be difficult for him to continue to start once we get back to full strength, but he's going to definitely be able to give us some seriously good, you know, outs and, and some good innings in the middle relief and maybe even be seen as a closer if that's the role that we need him to take on I mean I love his guts I love the way he gets out there and he goes right at people and that's the type of stuff we're looking for and he's been able to be really versatile so you know that's been great about this young group and it's not just the pitchers you know we were talking about how a lot of the time like if you want to look at where the season really started turning for us it was the call-ups from Scranton, you know, Greg Allen, Florial, Lamar. Um, right now, Velasquez is playing great, but they provide the spark, this energy. They were stealing bases. Um, they were doing everything the right way. They were bunting. They were moving the runners around, and that type of play was infectious. And now the, everybody's playing that way. We're seeing Judge steal bases. We're seeing um, Torres when he was out there. He was stealing bases like crazy, and. You know, it's just been really, really interesting how this year turned. So while we're getting healthy and we're going to pay attention and focus a lot on, on the stars, recognizing that we have this depth that maybe isn't even on the roster right now, um, it's great to see Velasquez still out there playing, but what happens when Torres comes back? What will we do? I mean, Velasquez has been really, really great on defense, um, but Torres... You know, he's got that proven bat. So that's one of those things that, you know, we're here to debate, take a look at, see what we can figure out about our starting lineup. Um, obviously, ideally, Sanchez is catching. 
Um, it looks like Rizzo is going to be our first baseman. He's definitely got the better glove. Um, and Voigt will probably be our DH. Um, second base, Dave, who do you think we got at second base? Yeah, man, DJ LeMayu and uh, Ordor will be splitting probably time at second base. Both of them really sure it up for sure. Um, you know, outfield, I think it's pretty obvious that you have Joey Gallo, Brett Gardner, Aaron Judge, Stanton. You got those guys that are in the outfield that will continue to rotate. But, Mark, I want to go back to something you said real fast here. You said that, you know, you felt like the uh, um, the turning point in this season was when we started pulling up the Scranton players. Yes, I felt like those guys were really great um, pieces to be added. But, really, I felt like the change happened when um, Cashman started going out and making trades. Let's go through our bullpen that's been different because of the trades that he's made um, during this season. Um, Andrew Heaney has been playing outstanding. He's from Oklahoma City originally, and this guy has been playing unbelievable right now. Um, he was a pickup from the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, then we were able to get Wendy Peralta. Uh, he was a pickup from San Francisco. I really like this guy. I felt like he's a perfect uh, add-on to our, our um, middle relief. And then we were able to go get Jolie Rodriguez, and he is from Texas. We got him from Texas. Uh, we got a really good deal on him. That was really great to see. Um, we're also able to pull um, Anthony Rizzo. Uh, that was a massive, massive deal right there because, again, we didn't add much money to our, our salary cap. So great job, again, by Cashman. And then, for me, the big one was Joey Gallo. He shows up our left field, shows up our outfield re really, really well, allowing Gardner to take more days off. Not that Gardner has done a bad job, but man, when you're getting to the age that Gardner is, you can't be playing every day in the outfield and expect not to get injured eventually. So I look at Cashman as really making the, the, the moves that we needed to be able to make in order to be able to push this team further. Um, you know, obviously you can't go out and win, uh, you know, 30 and lose 11 games. You can't go 30 and 11 unless you have a, a, a shirt up um, um, pitching staff, a shirt up hitting um, defense is better. You know, you look at Vasquez right now, and I, I love this young man. I think that he has a bright future in the major leagues. And to me, watching him play, it's it's really phenomenal because his defense is so much better than Torres's right now. And I, I, I look at it and I wonder. Are we going to need an extra bat in the playoffs, or are we going to need a better defender? So I, I circle this, and I say Vasquez is um, one of those guys that I get excited about because we don't know what's going to happen. And there's one other guy I want to throw out there here is um, in our farm system, we have to start looking at our um, our AAA player, um, Vapo. He is unbelievable. He is one of those guys that we have to really consider because he has just jumped on our farm system being a, to being our number one ranked player. He started off at number 11 this year. The fact is, is that any time that you have a player that moves that much in a minor league system and a ranking in a minor league system means that they need to have a look, a very much closer look. So I expect him to be coming out and playing next year. Um, what does that mean for Torres? What does that mean for Velasquez? I have no fucking idea, but this is a good thing to have a problem with is you're having young players come up that are ready to play and that are putting pressure on the guys that have been playing for a couple years. I love Torres. I think he's a great player, but I do think he's a better second baseman than he is a shortstop. So we'll see how this all ends up being and how it all ends up tying together. But Mark, this is a perfect time to be a Yankees fan because we are surging. We've got the players. We've got the young players. 
and we've got the pitching staff to go very, very far. Yeah, man, 100%. And the one position that we failed to mention is third base. Ideally, Urshela is our third baseman. He's our best defensive third baseman, and when he's on, he's hitting great, and he really was playing great this year. So um, that's going to be interesting how we fit it in. Um, You mentioned Gardner at center field. Obviously, he's been getting a lot of starts there, but he needs some time off. I think our best lineup is with Judge at center field, and you have Gallo and um, Stanton out there in left and right field. And I really think you've got the best. That's our best lineup. I don't know how much we'll see that. Um, It's going to be a rotation of those guys. I think, obviously, um, we've only seen Judge out there at center field a couple times. We've only seen... um, Stanton out in right field a couple of times, but we've seen it, and I think that we can expect to see some more, and I'm excited to see how this lineup really materializes going into the playoffs if we can continue to get healthy. But like I said earlier, if we don't, we have a lot of confidence in our depth, even guys that aren't on the roster right now. Absolutely, Mark. I mean, there's no other way of saying it. We're in a great position at the right time, winning the games that we need to win. So, Without anything else to say about this team, we've got the postponed game today. Next game is tomorrow. That is against Atlanta. Um, I'm not too sure. I think it's Montgomery on the mound. Um, I'm excited if it is because I always love watching Montgomery pitch. So um, if this game continues to go the way it is, we have a ton of winnable games uh, ahead of us. So we will be dropping our podcast whenever we possibly can through the next few uh, weeks and getting you guys up to date with everything that's happening with this Yankees team. So thank you again for listening to the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave. I'm with Mark and we'll be back tomorrow. And as just a reminder, this episode has been brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief.